Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. This is a pick of the week. That kind of had a, a 90s. Is there a uh, jazzy? <laughs> I, could, I could go with jazzy. It kind of <laughs> it fits the theme of our pick of the week mm-hmm. This for this episode because we are... <laughs> I'm reviewing another K drama because mm-hmm. we are still obsessed. I am still obsessed. Yeah, you're probably confused too because you're like, I thought you guys were on a two week break, but um, this has turned into a obsession and a therapy of sorts. Yeah, <laughs> this is how we unwind, and it's recording is enjoyable for us. We get to like, who doesn't want to hang out with their friends, eat good food, and talk about their favorite things? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so welcome to the club. You are also now forcefully <laughs> invited to our eat good food, hang out, and talk about good things. It should be a requirement. <laughs> if you're listening to this anywhere but your, your car, you must have a snack. Oh, I'm a snacker while I drive. It's oh, yeah. probably super <laughs> dangerous. But <laughs> Okay, well, regardless of your, your venue, uh, if you can, have a, a drink in hand, a snack, mm-hmm. and like a cozy like outfit. Yeah, yeah. Especially because we are coming into sweater season. Oh, my God. I am uh, I am ready for it. I am in my fluffiest sweatshirt right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. It's so cozy. I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt, but I would if I wasn't a very sweaty person. <laughs> if only people could see us as we record, like we just roll in in our sweatpants and we're like, it's recording time. <laughs> you got to be cozy and comfortable to talk about cozy and comfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this week, uh, as a like tied over to get through mm-hmm. our two-week hiatus, I am talking about probably my... It's in like the top three K-dramas I've seen. And for reference, I think I've watched like 20 or 30 (laughs) at this point. I I haven't finished 20 or 30. I get to like either episode six or episode 12. And then I kind of fall off of them. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's a pacing thing with the show or just my lack of attention span. I can see that. But this is one of the few that I finished. And like by finished, started it on one day, finished it two days later. (laughs) That's... That's a lot. Like, that's commitment. It hit me right in the feels. Like, it's up there with Doom at your service, which I I could talk about Doom at your service for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's how much I love that show. Mm-hmm. But this one, this pick of the week is for the K-drama titled, uh, the English version is Love is for Suckers. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've seen this one. And so here's my second caveat. It's not on Netflix. Oh, okay. I believe... It's available on Vicky. I think that's where I watched it. Mm-hmm. And Vicky is like the hub for Asian entertainment, I think is their their motto. Mm. Um, so it's only like $5 a month if you have an obsession like I do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a good gateway too. Like, do you enjoy them, but you're like the ones on Netflix aren't really doing it for me? For $5 a month, you could get you all, could have of, all the- of the options. And that's how you end up watching 20 at the same time and never finishing any of them. That's true. But Love is for Suckers is phenomenal. Both the female lead and the male lead are outrageously good looking, um, <laughs> which is are. always a nice plus. <laughs> but if you have heard of or seen the K-drama She Was Pretty, which came out, I think, think 14 maybe 2014 2017 this the the male lead in love is for suckers was the second male lead in that show and there's something in k-dramas called like the second lead syndrome where 
uh, viewers tend to like the second male lead more than the first one and that show uh she was pretty had that problem real bad (laughs) real bad and if you look up this actor i can't remember i can't remember his name and even if i knew it i wouldn't try to say it (gasps) right (laughs) katie katie is looking for all of you dear readers she is googling this actor right now and i bet you she's gonna watch this show uh yes (laughs) Yeah. So I also think. Wait. So which one is the lead? I mean, so the in she was pretty. Both of the male leads are um, top top notch. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I've seen him in something before too. Probably. I think so. The second male lead in she was pretty. The first male lead in the show I'm actually talking about, Love Is for Suckers, I think was a uh, Idol star before he got into acting, Mm. which is I think pretty common as well. Okay, so the main love interest is Choi Si Wan, a plastic surgeon who has lost interest in both work and love. Yeah, that's our man. Okay, and then the supporting one. Oh, so I I think you're... Who's the hot secondary guy? (laughs) Okay, hot secondary guy is from another K-drama called She Was Pretty. Oh, oh, I'm tripping balls. Okay, so if you're tripping, I can only imagine how the readers are doing right now. I I had a nightmare last night and it was like one of those hyper real ones. And my whole day has been like weird now. I am here. Okay. (laughs) She was pretty. She was pretty. She was pretty. Okay. So so that's that's the prequel show. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I am (laughs) in the conversation. Your eyes got so big when you saw when you saw that. (sighs) Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So mm. we are talking about love is for suckers. But if you also need a second backup in case this one doesn't do it for you, she was pretty is adorable and has some of the same actors in it. They are all beautiful. They're all so pretty. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm okay. Anyway, please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the show Love is for Suckers. Our leads are kind of older. I believe they're 36 and 37. Mm. So if you're looking for a little bit more of a mature romance, this is the one for you. It's not doesn't take place in high school or college, which is a very common setting for K-dramas. Let's talk about Love Alarm at one point. Okay, no. <laughs> that was so judgy. <laughs> That's Katie's like go-to K-drama right now. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of Twilight. It's just like comforting in a not good way, you know? <laughs> I'm saving that one. Like, that's I'm like, fair. I'm going to dabble in it, but I'm not ready to commit to a two-season no, that's show. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. So Love is for Suckers. Our heroine is a TV producer mm. and she takes, she's a great boss. She takes care of her people, mentors her like assistant really well. Well, she's just an overall good person. She's just really shitty at dating. Uh, <laughs> I was drinking water and almost spit it out. Uh, so her struggle amongst her like cute little friend group is like, oh, who are you dating now? And since she's older, 36, 37, that's like, oh, you're a spinster now. Yeah. Um, she is really struggling to connect with these guys. And so it kind of opens up where she's casually dating a chef, like a celebrity chef that she is producing a show for. Mm. And he's a slightly younger, like three or four years and casually dating until he says, let's go to lunch. And she gets all excited, like, oh, this is where we become official. And she's kind of a little um, romance naive. Like she doesn't see it. All the twists and turns coming. And he pulls the, I think we should just be friends. (laughs) And she's like, this motherfucker. (laughs) I put all of my like energy into dating you and you just pulled this shit. And so Mm. it's, it's not good. And so 
then a little bit further on, this is like episode one, she overhears him, and this is a very common trope, talking to like a male buddy, the celebrity chef, about how nice it is to date older women because like they don't expect very much and like they're more experienced and like you can just like play around and then actually go back to serious dating with like who you actually want to be with. Okay, so get fucked. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and so she's like heartbroken and like trying to like save her pride a little bit. Mm -hmm. So she has this kind of a very small friend group and the show kind of flashes back to her meeting with her three friends and two of them are married husband wife duo who have known her our heroine for like years and years and years like they all went to college together and then the other member of this friend group is the male lead oh my god he is so very handsome this is the plastic surgeon oh oh okay so okay so yeah i that that the plastic surgeon is in bloodhounds what yeah because i was like why does his face look super fucking familiar but i couldn't remember where i had seen him yeah bloodhounds he's a great actor like he's very believable yes so he plays a more somber character and i bloodhounds is a very dark show right yeah his character he's got he's got some tragic history going Mm. on in this show but it's not very revealed right away Mm. he's just a plastic surgeon and he's kind of like a slob like interesting so he like keeps his nice like doctor's jacket at the office walks around in sweatpants you don't see this man in a suit at all he's like i don't give a fuck about anything he's just kind of trudging through life in Mm. this weird groove casually dating but like not trying very hard because his like his friends and his his mother keep trying to set him up Uh, but he's just he's like he shows up to a date in sweatpants not even like hot sweatpants like no like he <laughs> like he took 10 minutes out of his day to swing by a cafe for like this blind date that his mom set him up on Whoa. and the woman who shows up on this blind date to meet him is like decked out like obviously put effort into this because she was excited oh my god have and- you seen the pictures of Haley bieber and justin bieber no that's exactly google them right now that's the impression this is giving me specifically the krispy kreme uh, incident recently. What? Just type in Krispy Kreme Haley Bieber. It'll come oh up. Oh my God. <laughs> I am ashamed of my Google search history at this That's point fair. already. She's in this like spanking, like tiny red dress with red high heels. And Justin is in like a pair of like disgusting sweatpants and like a giant. Do you see it? Oh my God. <laughs> That's exactly the impression this is giving me. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. They never look like they're going to the same event. <laughs> but yeah, so this. Exactly <laughs> okay. this. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the background for his character. He's in a weird groove. He doesn't really care about life. He's mm-hmm. just kind of trudging along. Um, so yeah, goes on this blind date, meets this chick, and like she makes an effort. She's like genuinely a nice person. And she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, like, I wonder if he's got stuff going on in his life and he didn't have time to get oh. ready. So she like like throws out the conversational like hand to be like let me help you out here and get to know you. And he's just a dick to her. What? Like not interested. Boo. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not like, not outrageously so, just I think there's a cat climbing up on There is. Um, (laughs) Sorry if you could hear that. Um, I We had to do like a chair switcheroo Mm -hmm. this episode and I stole my cat's chair. He is big, man. He's (laughs) eyeballing me over Jordan's shoulder. (laughs) Okay, Anyways, great episode. <laughs> anyway, so our plastic surgeon doctor friend is the last member of the friend group. So we have the producer director, the heroine, plastic surgeon dude who's like weird about life, mm-hmm. and the married couple. And they all 
they all like meet up for dinner and hang out all the time. They're very oh, like so they're friends. They're all friends oh. and like known each other since college. They're very tight knit. And after our heroine overhears this really shitty thing that her ex boyfriend, almost boyfriend, was saying, she calls her plastic surgeon friend to be like, "Hey man, like, can you do me a solid? I just need you to show up on my set, like, drive a nice car." put on some like a decent clothes and like oh. show up here and pretend to be like my boyfriend. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. Continue. Please. Oh <laughs> my God. And so like he, so they've been friends for so long. They have mm-hmm. a very like great joking, like bantery friendship. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, fine. <laughs> so he goes to like their other friend couple and says, hey man, can I borrow your truck? Because the other couple owns like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so they have like a work truck, like a sh- super shitty beat up work truck. <sighs> and um, he borrows the truck. He's in his sweatpants. He's looking like not very put together. <laughs> and so she's on the set he pulls up, and as he's pulling up, she is running out onto, like, they're filming on a beach. Mm-hmm. And so they have a camera, a drone camera, mm-hmm. that crashes into the water. And so she runs out into the water to save the drone, falls into the mud and sand, oh. gets covered in dirt, and the celebrity chef is watching this happen. Oh. And everyone's laughing at her because she's oh. covered in mud. And... That's when her friend, the plastic surgeon, drives up and, like, makes a total ass out of himself to be like, I'm here, honey. Oh. (laughs) And she sees him and her face just drops. Oh. And she's like, this goddamn, (laughs) all I needed you to do was to show up and look good. And it's like, yeah, you're funny, but, like, maybe not right now. (laughs) Oh, No. So she blows him off and he's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? You told Bruh. me to come here, right? <laughs> like he's just kind of like he's not ill spirited. He's mm-hmm. just kind of a for all of his dark tragic history. He's kind of like a goofball. And yeah. he like, likes to poke fun at people. <laughs> yeah. So that's episode one ish. Uh-huh. And then I have to talk about the redemption scene. Uh, Yeah. There because is- <sighs> how do you come back from that? Oh, <laughs> my God. Apparently so- well. <laughs> oh, and then. And then. Oh, no. So our heroine and her very close friend, the plastic surgeon, live in the same building. So uh, they... <laughs> I have read this a time or two. <laughs> yes. Forced proximity a little bit. Um, so she rents like the bottom floor of a house and mm-hmm. he rents the top floor of the house. Mm-hmm. And there's all of these cute little montages of like him bringing her like takeout and her delivering groceries and like back and forth. Interesting. So they've been taking each- care of each other for years, like in that way. Like he goes in and like picks up her place because she's a total slob. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so cute. My and cheeks he- hurt from smiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I forget how he finds out, but maybe it's through her. But basically she has this little emotional breakdown like <gasps> with him. Like, mm-hmm. This asshole dude I was dating said X, Y, Z about dating older women. And like, I just, I don't know what to do. I'm going to give up. As her friend, he's like, this bitch did what? (laughs) Excuse me? Uh Uh-huh. And so she's, it's another filming day for the show. Mm -hmm. And so she's, uh, they're wrapping up and she is talking to the celebrity chef. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're we're good, man. Like, Mm -hmm. totally cool. Let's just be friends and be professional. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, like not picking up on her vibes at all. Mm-hmm. Celebrity chef is just kind of in like douche land. Yeah. Um, and then we get a flash to our cosmetic surgeon oh. friend. And you see him like stride into his apartment. He shoves all of his like 
like sweatsuits aside, pulls out a three-piece suit. Uh, the, the power, power. <laughs> of the three-piece suit. <gasps> Dear God. Uh-huh. And then he goes, um, takes a taxi to like a garage where he's keeping his car. Oh, Jesus. And he has the sexiest <laughs> sports car you have ever seen. It's very flashy. It's like the flashiest of coupe oh. convertible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, and then he drives to like a florist and picks up the biggest bouquet of flowers. Oh my God. And we love a redemption arc. This is like, <laughs> but like the glow, like this man, it's hard to make this man look good, but he was pretty like slobby looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm. so he, he drives at full speed to her filming location and arrives just in time to see like them having this exchange. And so he strides up, flowers in one hand, like swings the car around, gets uh, out, like slow montage of him walking up in his like power suit. And he's like, hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would lose my mind. Uh, and she is like gone. <laughs> she is. That's fair. <laughs> like we all would be. Yeah. Reasonable response. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So I think that's that all happens in episode one and two. Oh, I God. Say. So meanwhile... They're still friends. Like, they're hanging out. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, thank God. Like, thank you for doing that. Like, and so their friendship continues. And then it comes about that. I'm trying to remember because I binge watched this entire show That's so quickly. <laughs> um, they He's had a thing for her. Uh, oh, love that, too. Just add in all the tropes. <laughs> for years. Oh, shit. Years. <laughs> but he has this very tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very, very sad. Mm-hmm. This is a rom-com, but it takes a dark turn a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but later on in the show, there's this device where... Oh, <laughs> I for- Jordan's eyes got so big. <laughs> I forgot about this huge deal. Her ex comes back into the picture. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Her serious ex. Mm-hmm. So... Her backstory is the reason why she's 36, 37 and like not married is Mm -hmm. because she was in a very serious relationship in her early 20s. Uh, They were engaged, going to get married. And then he accepted the job in the the U.S. and expected her to go with him. And she was like, excuse me, "Uh, I have a job uh, career here. No, I'm not leaving all of that because we didn't talk about this, right? Like, talk about major life decisions, like (laughs) moving out of the country. Uh, This was like 10 years in the past. Mm -hmm. He, like, leaves her at a rest stop. They have a big fight in the car. He gets on a flight to the U.S. And she says, like, I'm not going with you, man. Like, I've been working hard, too. And so that's her history. Anyway, he comes back after a decade and is still in love with her. Oh, Jesus. And (laughs) they... Hook back. This is turning into a much longer <laughs> review. That's okay. We're, you know, this is a fun episode. This is a uh, fun episode. I, I'm going to rewatch this show. <laughs> I know. I want to watch this show. So he comes back into the picture right as, like, her friend, the surgeon, mm-hmm. is, like, trying to get up the nerve to, mm-hmm. like, confess his feelings. And also the surgeon friend, like, helped her recover post-breakup from this dude. So he does not like him at all. Like I mean, fair. (laughs) This dick. So he comes back to the picture. She's like, should I give him a second chance? And she says, well, I'm only getting older. So no. despite all of her, like, reservations, she's like, I am tired of being, like, lonely. And I, like, she was madly in love with this guy. And so they seemingly kind of rekindle their stuff. But he's like, let's get married now. Oh shit! And like a month, and that's so, almost 
shady. Like, mm-hmm. why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kermie sound. <laughs> or Miss Piggy. I think that was my Miss Piggy voice. Um, so she kind of rolls with it. You can see her feeling conflicted. Like, I don't feel the same way about you, mm-hmm. but I'm also tired of like dating. Yeah. So they start planning this wedding. And then you see the doctor just like pulling back more and more and more like, well, this is what she wants to do. And like, Aww. I'm I'm here to support her as a friend. And the day of their wedding comes up. And should I spoil this or not? Oh, uh, yes. But listeners, if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, just like take a little pause, pause and come back and like probably like two to three minutes. Uh, oh, five to six minutes. This is like halfway through the show. So oh, if you, so it's not really that much of a like surprise. No. And this is a this is a K-drama rom-com, so you know how it's going to end. That is true. Right? Yeah. But like this is kind of like a good build-up point. So mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't like the tension building to be spoiled for you, mm-hmm. don't listen anymore. Yeah. We will see you for another bonus episode on Wednesday. We love you and then everyone else. Anyways, the surprise. <laughs> the surprise. <laughs> it's the day of her wedding and he's like Oh shit. So they're like yeah, it's the day of her wedding. She's had her wedding photos taken. They're Whoa. at the bridal salon. And her surgeon friend is like, I don't want to go to this fucking wedding, but this yeah. is my best friend. So I guess I'm going. So he puts on his suit and he's walking into like the salon and everyone's there. Everyone is seated waiting for it. She walks the lobby, through the lobby in her little tiara and her beautiful dress, walks up to the microphone and says, this wedding is not happening. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I am calling it off. Walks away. What? And like runs away. That is not what I, that was not on my bingo card. <laughs> mm. And her friend is like, you can see him like, oh, my friend is hurt. Yeah. I want to save her, but also thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs after her, runs after her, puts her in his car, drives her out to the country and takes her to this like resort hostel that he uses as like an escape place to like take care of her puts the coat around her like that's just super cute uh yeah i won't reveal why she called the wedding off yeah you're gonna be real mad mm. big mad shady Mm-hmm. because you know when you get like the hints of like hmm that's kind of sus like why are you all of a sudden coming back mm-hmm. 10 years in the uh, future and uh-huh. Hmm. so interesting uh, she's recovering um right around the episode nine or ten mark i think our surgeon friend like confesses his feelings mm. and she says <gasps> oh sh- girl <laughs> you are up pulling- and down up and down bitches <laughs> i am getting yeeted around these corners how do you think i felt why do you think i finished the show uh, in like two days that's fair that's fair uh so she says no i mean what would you say though like you that were about to get married like and yeah. then all of a sudden you're like soft fuzzy coat friend who's mm-hmm. like there to take care of you like mm-hmm. pulls a switcheroo and says actually i love you too yeah that's a lot for anyone to process yeah. so it's probably hard as a like an audience member to watch that happen mm-hmm. but i think if you have a little empathy for the characters yeah. it's like oh okay i mean as a tv viewer i don't like it but mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. um but he says okay like i'm here just to be your friend no matter what like i love you i care about you like we're here yeah um meanwhile he still keeps having these run-ins with that first blind date girl oh oh girl are you gonna break my heart why would i do that do you think i listen (laughs) do you think i would have finished this show if i had a sad that is true that is true yeah but still this that's like how many episodes are there 16 oh oh okay so we're at the like the you know the three quarters to 75 percent mark um so he's still seeing this blind date girl and like 
she's kind of forgiven him and he's like acknowledged that I was a dick. Yeah. And so they have like this budding like friendship kind of. Meanwhile, there's a workplace rivalry going on between our heroine and another producer. Mm -hmm. And the other producer is like a badass reality dating show, like manipulates the the footage and creates drama, like Mm -hmm. the way we see reality TV shows going, but she's major successful. Mm. Um, She's running a dating show and she is, they're casting people. Our heroine gets pulled into helping her cast people. They have someone, a doctor, fall out at the last minute. And our sweet, sweet heroine turns to her friend and was like, hey, man, you're a doctor. You're really handsome. Can you be a contestant (laughs) on this dating show? What is happening in this gay drama? (laughs) And he says, I would never normally do this, but for you, I will, because you need it. And so he agrees. And so they start filming the first episode. And one of the other contestants is Blind Date Girl. Ah! I am not okay. <laughs> and she is mad in love with this guy. Yeah. But she's like, I know this is a one-sided thing. My bingo card is so fucked up at this point. Like, you could not have told me. Like, I. But also, I love it. Mm-hmm. Don't. <laughs> I will keep going. I will talk about this show forever. Please. Um. So... It, the rest of the show kind of progresses through watching this other show happen. So you get to oh, see like the behind fun. the scenes of the reality yeah. show. And our doctor friend and our heroine have like a falling out. Mm. And I'm not sure why or what happens, but there's a lot of, there's something with the production mm-hmm. where he's like, I can't, I can't be around you anymore. Like, I don't like you. And so he goes full distance remote, mm-hmm. like not close to her at all. Yeah. And she's struggling with it but she's also Mm. trying to like do the best for her people and Mm. her employees and everything i won't spoil the first kiss scene oh oh how can we get the lead up maybe like how did they even because if they're not talking to each other so in the second episode of the reality show oh mm -hmm. they're trying to get a couple of the couples to kiss on screen but they want to keep it tasteful Mm -hmm. so they do it as like a silhouette in like a tent with a light behind it so they're setting it up between the doctor and the blind date chick. Uh-huh. And so they take a recording break. Blind date chick has to leave. And so our heroine walks into the tent to be like, I need you to kiss her. Mm-hmm. Like, just we we agreed to do this in the production team. It would really help, like, whatever. And they start recording and he kisses her. And they think it's the other chick because it's just silhouettes. And, like, you can you can see, like, the chemistry between these two God. Uh, people. It's so good. But it's like soon after that mm-hmm. where um, she's like, I didn't feel anything. Because he, okay, yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how the confession comes about. So they record the scene. He's mm-hmm. like, wasn't that life changing for you too? Like, I've been like dying to kiss you for 10 years. Yeah. And she's like, I felt nothing. Oh. But girl. she's also trying to get this show done because she's oh. got like 20 people's livelihoods resting yeah. on her, like getting this show up and running. Mm-hmm. And so she says, nope, I'm good. Oh, but she was. Maybe? But she was. Oh, so she lies God. to him for like the sake of the production value mm-hmm. to like, nope, like I need you to keep dating this other dude or this other chick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing on my bingo card. <laughs> and he's heartbroken. And that's the point where things go cold between yeah. the two of them. Because mm-hmm. like, all right, you just want me on the show. Like, I'll I'll date all these people. And he like very much turns into like acquaintance, acquaintance mode with her and mm-hmm. like 
all of the friendship stuff drops and like you can see her hurting watching him date this other woman and like wanting to help him and be friends with him but she can't i'm not okay and i'm not even watching the show (laughs) (laughs) so bruh i will close on the scene that i replayed like five (laughs) times in a row like i was sitting on my couch watching this scene happen like dear god i need some closure with this relationship i rewound like like (laughs) five times like (laughs) it was so cute and so satisfying so he despite trying to like be cold towards her Mm -hmm. he can't help but take care of her too so he's like hey like while we've been doing production like i've been taking care of our house and she gave up her, like, her lower level rent to mm-hmm. move in with her, you know, husband-to-be, fiancé. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So she moved all her stuff out. So she just doesn't have a place to live. She's Holy been fuck. living, like, on set and in hotels. Yeah. And he went ahead and, like, renewed her lease for her and said, hey, like, I don't like you right now. <laughs> but, like, you can move back into the lower level if you need a place to stay. And, like, I turned the heat on. Mm-hmm. And he went and bought a bunch of furniture and stuff and like furnished it for her. Oh my God. And keep in mind, she's like still thinks he hates her because she like rejected him. And like she sees like she thinks he's like with this other girl because he's doing a pretty good job at like turning off everything. Mm -hmm. And so late one evening after recording like an episode or something, she goes to the back back to her old apartment Mm -hmm. to go check on things and so she walks in and you can see her processing all of like the emotions and like time she spent there with him mm-hmm. and so she's like standing in this room like it's totally dark and then she hears the door open and he walks in and they're separated by like 10 feet and he's like what are you doing here and she's like i i don't know and i can't remember exactly what's said oh. but he she confesses i can't stand like seeing you like this i can't like why can't you be next to me anymore like Mm -hmm. this has been she basically says this has been killing me slowly for 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 weeks and i can't not be around you and why does it feel like this and then she says i don't i didn't want to fall in love again all i do is like all all that happens is i get hurt (laughs) and like he strides forward and the Best makeup kiss scene I have ever seen. Probably outside of Doom at your service is in the show. And I will stop there because that's not the end of the episode. What? (laughs) (laughs) I am so emotionally wrung out. Like, these K-dramas are taking years off of my life. But in a good way, but also. (laughs) Yeah, just describing the show made me want to watch it again. I know. Holy fuck. Yeah. So... Five dollars for Vicky if you want to watch this show. I, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I got like my five dollars worth of like enjoyment right then. <laughs> um, yeah. So <sighs> if you can make it to that scene, you can make it through the entire show. Holy fuck! That's the scene I rewatched. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> oh, I because mm-hmm. I feel like most fantasy romance books in our world that we have been enjoying can take so many just like lessons from k-dramas of how to make tension in a relationship build tension use conflict but not use conflict in a toxic way yeah oh my god and like make people like talk to each other and communicate because i feel like a lot of the k-dramas don't rely on miscommunication Mm -hmm. because that's such a fucking prevalent 
like trope in fantasy romance and it's like mm, all of these problems would be solved if they just had one conversation or like not rely on like sex to build intimacy yeah. right like yeah. i think that's one of the things that like these shows do well is they build intimacy by showing like a true relationship develop mm-hmm. yeah and all the like loaded moments too that mm. like actually build romance and like the tension because yeah a lot of fantasy romance is just like oh we're this is the now. culmination we had sex it's it's official now end of the book <laughs> or 75 percent of the way through the book yep, and now let's yep. finish the rest of the plot yep, like yeah. yeah jesus I am not okay. Like, my hormones are still all crazy. Like, this is too much. (laughs) So that show was called Love is for Suckers. Mm, Love is for Suckers. And then the other one was She Was Pretty. She Was Pretty. Mm. That one has, it's also very good. Mm -hmm. I think I watched, I think I finished that one. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's a a slightly different heroine Mm. who's very quirky. It's maybe hard to relate as much to her, Mm. but also still really good. I could see that. Yeah. And he's also in Bloodhounds. If you want um, like a, (laughs) yeah, like a chaser after your super cute Mm -hmm. (laughs) romancy. And the the friendship in Bloodhounds is so fucking cute. (sighs) Anyways, these are (laughs) K-dramas. From our, well, it's not Netflix. I know. Uh, from our screen to yours. Yeah. We'll see you on the next. Oh, fuck. Scene. I messed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> this has just been a Katie and Jordan fan. <laughs> Fangirling moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what K-dramas. we do. Uh, yeah. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'.